a small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to A Village in Crisis with me, Neil McDermott, and my co-host, Eric Lampere. Hello, Eric. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, let me tell uh, you about Eric. He's a, a comedian, he's an actor and director who has performed alongside the likes of Bruce Willis and Margot Robbie. I am a weird little voyeur obsessed with the Village Facebook group. Um, and it's lucky that I am, because if the conversations on there are anything to go by, the village I live is in crisis. And <laughs> in this podcast, Eric and I will try and explore the psyche of the villagers and offer a possible solution that might just help save the village from impending doom. And and let me introduce uh, uh, just a little bit more about Neil. Um, you can't see him right now because it's an audible media, but he has a little he- Hitler haircut right mm. now, haven't you? I have the. There's no product in my hair. Uh, I've been I've been out gardening. I didn't it's feel the need to. It's got the natural genocide look. It naturally falls um, in that. And I've also got one of those moustaches that no matter how close to the quick i shave it it's always there so i could really put off the um third reich yeah yeah look. you've got that look yeah good for you but they they were fashionable man they they would wear hugo boss <laughs> they would ride around in really fancy cars so yeah you're among you know a, a formidable group i suppose one that i wouldn't want to associate with but could i could i not be in that group would that be okay <laughs> yeah you can choose i think i think they allow they allow it's like one in one out okay <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm gonna what i'm gonna do this week and we can talk about next week i'm gonna get my hair cut and that, that, that's quite interesting you've mentioned my hair fucking fashion bitch um it, <laughs> in the village yeah that, in which i live that is in crisis there is um, a little barber's, oh, that's and nice. the. By the way, the, the barber's the, 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 it's a little one, or is the barber himself little? The barber's is little. It's a two-chair salon. That's pretty. Two chairs for a village. It's not bad. I, I was expecting mm. one. Walk-ins accepted. Well, you don't have to book. That's anyway, the barber who's been there the last few years, she's gone. She's oh, no. gone, and I'm. I'm waiting till I go in to find out what has happened there. What has led her to go and why are there new barbers? So this week... I didn't know you could have a female barber. Is that stupid of me? I, I always thought barbers were male and then females were like stylists. I think a barber's is where a male gets his hair cut and I don't think it matters who cuts it. Oh, interesting. So it's the location rather than the person that does it. It's a barber's shop, but then that would... Yeah, the ship of the barber. Yes, yeah. yeah. I didn't know you could have yeah. a female barber because barbe is beard. It means beard in French. Okay. So it's, it's to do with the, the the grooming of men, and I assumed that it was done by men. Mm. Well, she was definitely a female, and she called the place a barber's. Maybe that's why she's gone on a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. 
<laughs> Sorry, we're just not having this anymore. Get out of this barbershop. So that's something that's happened this week. Um, I know you you like me to um, give you a little update, don't you, on what shit's gone down. Yeah, little um, highlights. Just little, in the little tantalising treats for the beginning of the podcast. Well, we like we like a couple of questions, don't we? A couple of questions of the week for people. Uh, the people that use this Facebook group, they they can't use Google. If they've got a question, they're coming to the Village Facebook group, um, which, I, which I quite like. It is old school. You it's community. Go, you don't check. Yeah, you don't check the internet. You just let opinions run wild and free. And and the first question, you wouldn't have got a satisfactory answer from from Google anyway. So the first question comes in. It's could anyone let me have a blob of frog spawn, please? Could anyone what? Let me have a blob of frog spawn, please. A blob of frog spawn. Mm. That's quite the sentence. Yeah. That's quite a village sentence. Um, could anyone ha- let me have a blob of frog spawn? So how many people in the village have ponds? Well, I'd say quite a lot of people have ponds. I don't know. I haven't done a survey. In my last house, which was also in the village, I had a pond. And we had the, frogs. I could have helped him. But yeah, in, this, yeah. in this house, we do not have a pond. So uh, people have enough frog spawn to give people a blob. Is that the official uh, terminology? Like a group of, let's say, about 12 frog spawn. Would that make a blob? Mm. I don't know. Or a splodge. Yeah, it's the right. It does feel like the right words. It's got that onomatopoeic feel to it. Yeah. Do you know what um, onomatopoeic means, Neil? Yeah, I do. Yes, I did. uh, I did an English language (laughs) A level and then went on to study English. Uh, No, intended to study English at university, but didn't. Ah, intended. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the the next question, uh, one of the other questions this week. Has anyone had their Venetian blinds repaired? (laughs) This is hot off the press. Yeah. So um you Wait, might be interested. Has anyone had their Venetian blinds repaired? Yeah. Oh, because they so instead of asking, does anyone know any good repairs people for Venetian blinds, they just guessed that people would have it done recently. I think what they they're they're looking for a word of mouth referral here, aren't they? Yes, I have Venetian blinds. Yes, I had them repaired by such and such. And they did an excellent job. That's what they're yeah, looking that's for. A, yeah, but it's such a, such a weird preliminary question, yeah. isn't it? Just, why don't you just go for the main question? Yeah, does anyone know anywhere yeah. that I can get my Venetian blinds repaired? Yeah, I don't like that person. Remove no. them. Okay, I will. But you are <laughs> able to report people. Um, in yeah, report group. it. I want, <laughs> can you report that? Can you just report gonna, it just rep- silently? Would anyone know that it was you that reported them? The group admin would know that it was me um, and they might get in touch and say, why are you reporting him? And I'll say it's a superfluous a question. Of time, yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> they did not need to ask that question. They could have been more direct. My friend Eric, um, who lives in L.A., by the way, and is a big deal. He doesn't like big that deal. question. Big, big time. Huge big time deal. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. He's a big deal. <laughs> big deal. I think I've, I've uh, listeners... We may have mentioned this before, but but Eric and I have never met in person. And I, I think on the, big, on the big deal front, yeah, ideally, on the big deal front, I think Eric is probably 
I'm going to say six or seven inches taller than me. I'm going for I'm going for half a foot taller than me. Oh, I, yeah, I agree. Maybe, yeah, I agree. Maybe maybe more. Mm. What so, are you? How big, big are deal. You? I'm a human. I'm a human. Um, <laughs> well done, Joseph Merrick. <laughs> I am not an animal. I'm not a bastard. I'm a human. Um, <laughs> I am a mere um, five foot seven. No, you see, you, you, you're pretty spot on with the measurement. I'm six, two and a half. Mm. I always thought I was five, seven and a half. And then when you're 40, you go and get your 40 year old checkup and they measured me and reduced me by half an inch. That was sad. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But yeah. I suppose in, in the village areas that you live in, uh, you're still a bit, you're still quite a big man, aren't you? Oh, I'm big. Yeah. Big in stature. Yeah. No, but in the big cities that I, I live in, it's it's wise to have a taller frame. Really? Oh, yeah, you, can, you can just see danger from further. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, that I'm, must help. I'm more respected as a person because um, especially women, they see me mm. and they go, oh, he could spot a threat from yeah. miles away. And your height might detract from your face. Yeah, that's that does help actually. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. So, um, <laughs> listeners may not know this, but I, if I smile, uh, it reveals more gum than teeth, um, which actually is again a way to deter threat. <laughs> if, if anyone comes near and I smile, they're like, oh, I'm not going to mess with that guy. He um, looks like an odd one. Um, there's been <laughs> big news, and I've touched on this again before. Oh, excuse me, I left my phone on bleepy bleepy. Let me just silent that. Um, God, we're hearing live Neil deal with a podcast. <laughs> yes, it's just one of my many friends has messaged me commenting that although I am small in in stature, I am huge in personality. That was a, a timely message. And that is a timely message. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, big news. Anyway, I've touched on this before. The uh, chip shop stroke Chinese takeaway has closed down. Oh, wow. So where else can villagers get food? Well, the the chain of fish and chip shop that is going to take it over has a chippy in the next village and they are delivering at the moment to this village whilst like in that interim period. OK, well, so you can order you can order. Get this. Um, you might not believe this or ever heard of this as a concept, but you can go on online and order and then they will. You don't even have to phone up and then they'll bring your food to you. Well, I believe Tony Slowdown will be very happy with that. <laughs> You'd be delighted. No, no more late food. As long as it's brought to him in a timely fashion. Of course. Um, and there, there's one other thing that's happened this week. One one person. You're um, flooding me with the, too much news now. It, well, it's just been one of those weeks. It's uh, first, a, first it's the barbers, mm. then it's the Venetian blinds. What yeah. else? What else is going to happen? There's a there's a gentleman who's decided, taken it upon himself to start writing poetry and and put it on there. So oh, I like that. Do you, do you want to hear it? I, want I, to I think you'd poetry. like it. When will you realise you can't leave it to fate? You've got to get wise. 
before it's too late. Life is for living. There's no time to spare. You'll find pleasure in giving, but it's more fun to share. Now you could pick that apart, I think. Um, when some good things end, we throw them away. But have fun with friends and those friends will stay. From countryside walks to dining in town, having intimate talks or sharing a frown. Rules we can bend or promises break, love we can send or liberties take. But trust one another and show that we care. There'll be love for each other with lots more to spare. 25 likes that got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's nice, isn't it? It's like it's, it's a feel good poem. And I think potentially uh, a much needed feel good poem on what is essentially a dumpster fire of opinions. Um, so uh, so that's nice. What's his name? What's his alliterative name? Uh, Peter Poet. Peter Poet. Loved, yeah. I bet he'd love that. Yeah. I think if you asked a child in their last year at primary school to write a poem, that's about the standard you might expect. Yeah, I was going to say it's um, it feels like chat GPT. Wrote yeah. It. Uh, and in fact, uh, let me just I just I've just gone on chat GPT and I wrote um, I asked write a poem about village life. Let's just see OK. What, let's see what chat GPT has uh, got to say. In a village quaint and small where time moves slow and people crawl like flows like a gentle stream and nature is a constant dream. The fields are lush with golden wheat and cows graze in the summer heat. The villagers work with all their might from dawn till dusk till day turns night. The children play in the open. And that's all that's all ChatGPT has given me. Oh, there's more. Oh. But you know what? Let's I'll, I'll leave it to the end. I'll, uh, oh, cliffhanger. A cliffhanger for the for the for the listeners. Oh, God, they yeah. want to hear the poem. That gives me some, I, I take solace in that poem that AI isn't quite ready to take over the world. At the very least, artists are safe, I, I feel. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still safe and unemployed. Yes, the robots but can't take that from me. <laughs> screw you, AI. I'm looking forward to hearing that later. Um, do you want to get into it anyway? Do you want to know I'm ready. I'm ready. what's going what's, on? Uh, you may remember we... Well, early early on in this podcast, uh, not not today's episode. I mean, episodes gone by. So for those of you listening for the first time today, there are other episodes you can listen to. You lucky, lucky people. Um, and we touched in one of those episodes on a character in the village called John Hardman, whose name um, you wanted to change. Uh, we, we briefly discussed it before recording the podcast. Um, you felt shame for having not given him an alliterative name. Um, you wanted to change it to Harold Hardman, didn't you? Yes, I did, because uh, he was the only Victor Villager that didn't have a, an alliterative name. But why has he stayed as John Hardman? Because we've decided that John Hardman is so hard. He's so he doesn't, fucking hard. <laughs> he doesn't get an alliterative name because John says so. Yeah, he he punched that silent H out of there. Yeah, yeah. John Hardman. John Hardman. So the thread starts with Danny Dogwalker. So again, people have listened before. Don't get your knickers in a twist. You've heard 
you've heard the start of this thread, but you haven't heard the whole thing. So just just chill out. OK, just chill out. So it starts with Danny Dogwalker. Dear all, just been walking my dog along the main road and when between the doctors. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Eric, I'm sorry. I'm going to start that again because I'm going to do everything in accents this week. You're going. Oh, you're going to act. You're yeah. going to act for us. Yeah, I'm going to act right. for you. I'm excited for that. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, Neil, who is a recruitment something, he he gives consultant. people jobs. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know what it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's not really a job, is it? Um, I run a I, I run a business, Eric, but I only employ myself. So <laughs> that's, that's smart. Well, me too yeah. then. So in a yeah. way, we are we're we're very akin to one another. Um, but uh, Neil is doing pretty much his sort of first bit of stand up. He's he's starting to really get in his his little mittens in, in stand-up comedy. Mm. Um, and I'm actually quite excited to see that. I think you'd be great. Oh, <laughs> you better believe it. Uh, anyway, so we'll start with Danny Dogwalker. Okay. Dear all, just been walking my dog along the main road and went between the doctors and Broad Lane Roundabout, a white Honda saloon, Elridge, went past quickly, but they had the passenger door open about a foot, like they were about to jump out. I crossed the road and just after that they stopped in the middle of the road, did a U-turn and started back towards me at speed. Considering that the police recovered about 40 dogs the other day from their actions, I wait, presume wait, can that... I, can I interrupt you? Can I just <laughs> interrupt you? <laughs> Are you liking the um, eyebrow action? Oh, I, well, I haven't actually even... I, I could not even pay attention to your <laughs> eyebrows over Zoom or whatever platform okay. we're currently on. Um, I was very distracted by this new character. <laughs> I couldn't listen to what he had to say because um, he sounded like one of those sort of 1940s villain. He, hey, yeah. see? Man. Yeah, yeah. Like an Al Capone, that, huh? one of Al Capone's friends, you know? Like, mm. Well, I'll tell you what, see? The, 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 concern, the concern there then, Eric, is that his accent has distracted um, the content. You know, that's a problem. That's something to work on. This is a live workshop. It's a live uh, workshop. Um, it, no, but don't don't listen. To, don't listen to what I have to say. I'm just now more intrigued about this person's life. That's what I meant. Okay, that's that, good. Like, it wasn't I care, you know, didn't care about his comment. It's like give me exposition on this guy that speaks like that. <laughs> well, anyway, considering that the police recovered about forty dogs the other day from their actions, I presume that maybe they are looking for others and we're about to decamp and grab mine. As they turned round, I recrossed the road to stay on the driver's side and they sped off back into the village. Just wanted dog owners to beware. Unfortunately, I didn't get full registration, but have reported to 101. So, what, so, so in, in recap, what's his problem? Uh, he's been walking his dog along the main road. Yeah. Uh, a car, uh, white Honda, saloon, El Reg has gone past quickly. They've had the passenger door open about a foot as if they were about to jump out on him. He crossed the road yeah. and they did a U-turn and started back towards him at speed. Christ. Now, bearing in mind that the police recovered 40 dogs the other day, he thought maybe they were after his and they were going to decamp and grab it. That's such a sad uh, crime. Mm. Out of all the crimes, that's my least favourite, just stealing someone's dog. That's your least favourite crime? Yeah, I'd say so. I think out of the list, which I have, I, ha I have a list at home. 
Um, okay, and you've release. got all, and you've got all the crimes on that list, and and that's it's your quite, least favourite. Yeah, I've got you know, I'm not saying you, I'm a lawyer. But... You can't think of any other crimes that you think <laughs> that are, are less on than stealing. No, someone's I can dog. think of I can think of all the crimes, and I often do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that's one of my least favourite. I'm allowed to have a least favourite one. What's your least you favourite one? Oh. Child rape and murder. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bad one. That is a yeah. bad one. I acknowledge but that. But just sneaks in at number two for you, does it? Under <laughs> not really. It's not, it's not even in my top five. <laughs> stealing, stealing someone's <laughs> companion. Because I, we're talking kidnap it. Dognap. Dognap. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But. People love their, their dogs just like children. Like, for example, you you have children, you know, mm. well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people have pets and that is they have as much love for that pet as they have for, for your children. If someone had a dog and a child and lots of people do and they were given the <laughs> the conundrum of one of them is getting stolen. Yeah, but that's, it, it's going to have greedy people that get to have both. Right. I'm saying some people don't have both. Some people only no. have a dog. And if, if that's the case, that's as severe as as kidnap. For example, I don't even I don't, I don't even have pets. I have paintings. Yeah. If someone stole one of my paintings, that's as bad as stealing a child. I'm putting it out there. OK, I'm, put, I'm putting it out <laughs> there. OK, some people don't have anything. Neil. But what you're what you're witnessing here is a is a breakdown, I think, of, of sorts. No, it's a breakthrough. We're learning we're learning about each other. We are. Um, I'm not sure I like what I learn. Anyway, <laughs> Andy affirmation comes in uh, because if you remember, Danny Dogwalker said he's reported it to 101, and 101 is the non-emergency police line. Um, basically Bellend's phone and it's just there to humor people i didn't um, know that i didn't know that existed that's cool yeah it's just there to stop people that would phone the police for someone driving past them with the door open that might potentially might have jumped out and stolen their dog um so they give this number so that those kind of people that would phone and waste their time just phone and waste someone else's time but they aren't really dealing with anyone of any importance so who are we speaking to here is it andy affirmations yeah, you know, Andy Affirmation comes in next and says, good call. That's it. So, yeah. <laughs> good for Andy. It's yeah. nice. You, you need people in your life like that. that. Especially that's the first comment. So he's, he's taking the time here, Danny Dogwalker, to to put this on, mention that he's phone 101. The first comment, Andy Affirmation's got his back. Good call. Yeah, you need that. You, you need yeah. people to give you a, a pat on the back every now and then to say that you're doing a good job. I think it's great. Because it would have broken him if the first comment had been from someone saying, no, I'm a fuck, mate. That would have been Johnny Jokes. Yeah, that would have been Johnny Jokes. Or Gary Grenade, those two. Yeah, yeah, it could have been either of those. Anyway, John Hardman comes in. John, by the way, not Harold. John Hardman. I think I came across the same lot opposite the Millers. They drew up beside me and one jumped out of the car, scaring the bejesus out of me. I clocked him under the chin and he was out Sparco. His mate, his mate got out of the back of the car. <laughs> I asked him if he wanted some. He said no. Picked his friend up, shoved him in the car and off they went. They had been drinking because I could smell it. 
not saying the driver had because he stayed in the car. Interesting, interesting, yeah. Good uh, acting. Oh, you want notes on your acting? Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I am a recruitment uh, consultant now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could like... do basically. You are my Andy affirmation. Ah, oh, good call. Good mm. call, Neil. Good call on the choice of accent. You gave him a gruff voice. Yeah. So clearly, he's, he, he, yeah. he works outside. He has cigarettes. Yeah. So he he knocks people out in the street. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, okay. No, it's, it's fair enough. I would have probably done the same. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. That's that's good. Uh, okay. Well, here's here's one note. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Slow it down, Tony. Slow down this thing. Oh, okay. You want you want to you, you want to break it down bit by bit, don't you? Uh. What do you mean? The comments? The, the comments. You you want to really get into the like the core of it. Because there's a lot to take in, actually, from John Ardman's thing there. Yeah, there is. There is. Uh, so I just slow it down. But also just slow it down. Give these characters some life, some mm. breathing room. I okay. think maybe you're maybe you're you're making it quick because there's a little bit of nervous Neil uh, playing mm. those characters. Maybe maybe the the Neil who was once a child is inside of you now going, I'm so nervous. I'm performing in front of one of the greatest actors of this generation. So yeah. you're understandably yeah. you're, you're nervous because of, of because of who you're playing with, which is me. And so understandably you're nervous, but don't be nervous. Hey, I'm going to put it out there now. I'm just a normal guy. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, hell. <laughs> we don't have to sit and listen to this. The, 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 Anyone listening to the podcast can just turn off and say, oh, he's just turn, I'm just going to turn off. I'm not, <laughs> not going to get through this, um, but I have to sit and take it. So, yeah, John Hardman, he said he thinks he's come across the same lot. Yeah. One of them jumped out of the car, scaring the bejesus out of him. Which is scary on a level of scariness. Yeah. What's the worst? Is, is bejesus the worst or... Because last week we had being besides oneself mm. as, as a, 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 a level of fear. I think if you if the bejesus is scared out of you, that is scarier than being beside oneself. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But is, is there is there is there scarier? Mm. To scare, where does scaring to scare where... the little Jesus outside of your body? Yeah, which is a way of being beside oneself, I suppose. It's next level. It's a real re- religious experience that he had. Yeah. <laughs> and and it led to him clocking him under the chin. Which is a that because Jesus was gone out of his body, he exercised that person out of him, so he just became feral. Yeah. He clocked him under the chin. Wait, so he punched this man. Yeah. Why? The the car drew up beside him. Yeah. One jumped out of the car, scaring the bejesus out of him, and he clocked him under the chin, and he was out Sparko. He was out Sparko. Um, I do love his language. Mm. You know, he's not the only poet on, no. the, on the Facebook Facebook page. Um, and his mate got out of the car, and he said to him, basically, do you want some? Um, yeah, can we just also acknowledge that John Hardman just punched someone? And we don't actually know if that person 
by them. But oh, it, I, I thought you were poor. We lost you there. We don't actually know if that person did what. Um, if that person deserved the punch, right? No. Like John Hardman said, oh, I got scared. He scared. He scared me. But maybe John scares easily. Maybe that's why he's always pretending to be aggressive. That guy might have said to the driver, oh, I'm going to puke, pull over. Yeah. Jumped out the car, got smacked in the face, knocked out cars <laughs> yeah, yeah, with one yeah. punch. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we have to be careful with John Hardman. This is how, like, police um, suddenly profile, you know, some local people. They're like, well, John Hardman's not a trustworthy person. He keeps punching people. Mm. You get a bad rep. When he said to the guy's mate, do you want one? The bloke said, no, and I think quite rightly so. Oh, yes, please. Can you punch me in the face, too? Oh, a lovely punch. That'll wake me up. Yeah. So he shoved him in the car and off they went. And that was that. Have you ever been punched, Neil? I've been punched, yes. Yeah. I've I've had the bejesus kicked out of me. Not scared out of me, just kicked out of me. Punched and kicked oh, out of me. Oh, wow. I, I went full circle. I got punched so much that I had the bejesus enter me. <laughs> full circle mate yes well that can be a story for another time times that neil and eric have had the shit beaten out of them <laughs> and the jesus knocked into them yeah all right so uh so far we've got people supporting um danny dog walker yeah clive curious says uh did you report this it's a serious incident so far, I mean, is it is it an incident to just uh, let one's imagination run wild and assume that that's what was going to happen? Mm. Well, I think he's responding to John Hardman. Oh, so we've already moved on to a different crime. Yeah, he's just punched someone in the face for getting out of a car. <laughs> Making you jump. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, both crimes, I suppose, should be be reported. Um, So John Hardman responded to Clive Curious. No, because I'll probably be booked. They were from a certain section of the community where PC prevails over common sense. (laughs) He loves that, doesn't he? He loves his little PC badge. Um, Yeah, he doesn't like the PC brigade. No, he doesn't. How do you feel about the PC brigade? Oh, I don't think there's anything wrong with being politically correct. I don't see why people see it as a uh, as just to not call someone. And and trust me, I can be acerbic at times, but being PC is essentially just being fairly decent, isn't it? From what I gather. Yeah, it's, so I don't uh, think there's anything uh, wrong with being PC. I think it can go too far, but... um. Uh, the, but see I, there, I, I'd say that's right on. <laughs> I think you can be PC and you can be right on. You know, if someone's right on, you're like, oh, fuck off, mate, you're a bit boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think, especially with from a comedian's perspective, um, I don't I don't like being told what I'm allowed to say and not say. Well, the Hitler diatribe at the start and the fact that you think <laughs> the worst crime imaginable is someone having their dog stolen. Evidence not, is I didn't, that I didn't fantastic say it was the myth. worst one. I said it's you did. You said it was top of the list. I didn't say it was top of the list. I said, what, what did I say? It's one of my 
least favorite crimes mm. well we'll have to listen back we'll listen back well, for the truth yeah, without okay and i'll edit this so i can take out and put in what i wish <laughs> you're so powerful <laughs> well you could say i'm the fury of this podcast <laughs> Oh, Hannah, well, husband. Hail Neil. Hannah <laughs> husband comes in. Um, oh, it's a woman. So how shall I do this? Uh, Hannah husband comes in and says, John Hartman. Oh, wow. OK, my brilliant. husband would have done the very same thing. Um, God, did she just have a helium balloon before she typed in that comment? Um, someone said to her, could you do a really bad Monty Python impression? And she said, yes, I could. And then did and did one. What listeners don't uh, know, because obviously we have listeners from all over the world. We, can we do. Say, um, is uh, some women in villages have the same voice as what Neil has now. Mm. Sort of gruff, <laughs> um, tired, weary, weathered. And uh, so really, Germanic. Neil, could, Neil could just do his own voice and sound feminine uh, because some females in UK villages have that same voice, I'd say. Well, someone's not welcome in, in the village when, <laughs> when he comes over. <laughs> someone's public enemy number one. I, I no, you get him. I can camouflage. They, they can't. They won't get me with my long you legs. You stand out. You stand out like a fucking sore thumb. You big gangly legs. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Simon Psycho comes in. Uh, John Hardman, well done. At least someone's got balls. If I come across them, they'll end up in the boot of my car. Bloody hell. Okay, so that's the first. Uh... That's the first real interesting comment now. Mm. Who's this guy? Simon Psycho. Yeah. They'll end up in the boot of my car. Yeah. Why do people feel so comfortable saying stuff like that? And and as I say that, I know that I've said stuff like this on this podcast. But <laughs> there is there is, you know, artistic license sort of allows for nonsense a little bit, especially in the entertainment podcast. So do, do you think that in a way the Facebook group is their form of entertainment and therefore they allow themselves to say these things without repercussions? Because let's say in, in reality is what I said, my least favorite crime, actually my least favorite crime. <laughs> probably, I'm going to say probably not. I fucking knew that you couldn't stand by your convictions. I knew it. I I had you down well, as that kind of person. Right? I had you down as that kind of person the minute I virtually met you and I thought this guy would never stand by his convictions. No, well, on the podcast, I say I say nonsense and none of it's real. None of it's shut real. Up. Oh, shut up, Eric. You your number one crime is dog napping. Your least favourite crime. You've said it and it's out there. OK, well, you keep, keep it. <laughs> you know, but like just like these characters that you create from based on real people, I think eventually me and you should have our own alliterative characters for this podcast. So it's not Neil and Eric. It's, you know, uh, what would be your alliterative character? Oh, I don't know. Um... Uh, mine's Roy Renegade. <laughs> That's good. That is good. 
Um, I'm going to go. What's your middle name? What's your middle name? My middle name is Andrew. Okay, mm. okay so go for Andrew. Andrew. Andrew Arsehole, I'm going for. Andrew Arsehole and Roy Renegade. Yeah. It's quite descriptive. Is Roy your your middle name Roy? Yeah. Eric Roy. I love it. I love love a Roy. Yeah. It's old school, yeah, big time. Roy Renegade. Tell you what, I'm really enjoying this Roy Renegade name. You should get a tattoo. I've already got tattoos, mate. Oh, okay. brag or anything, but... oh, just, just I'm not scared of uh, the needles, and I like the permanent artwork on my body. I do. I love. I love. I love. Have you not got any tattoos? No, and I've got nothing against tattoos. I am not capable of that amount of original thought to get something unique um, that means enough to me to have it done. Oh, right. I just because I just assumed that you on one of the nights where you got drunk with the lads, mm. maybe uh, for their approval, you would have you would have got a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, well, think again. <laughs> Good for you. You stood your ground. You didn't need their approval, even though they no. kept saying, go on, Neil, go on, Neil, get a tattoo. And you're like, no, it hurts. Yeah, but I did end up with my um with the Prince Albert. Did you? Did no, you? I didn't. Oh, I did. oh, that would be so weird. That'd be such a thing out of left field. Neil of a Prince Albert. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know what Prince Albert is, it is. Uh... God, how would you describe it, Neil? It's a piercing through your bell end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's spot on. Um. Anyway, we'll okay. carry on. Yeah, we'll carry on. So yeah. Simon's, Simon's Simon psycho. psycho said they'll end up in the boot of my car. Um, oh, so Norman Noah. That's trunk for American. Yeah, trunk. Of, of yeah. Norman Noah tool comes in. Uh, wrong answer. Always report serious incidents if you want the police to do their job. <laughs> what's, what's his name? Uh, Norman Noah tool. Uh, uh, it's actually wrong. Wrong answer. <laughs> Incorrect. Um, uh, to which Simon Psycho responds, they never do, Soddle. Sometimes you have to take the law into your own hands. <laughs> why is he shaking? Like, I can hear him just... Ah, it's just his Simon Psycho, it's the rage in him. Isn't oh, do, do you think that it's his rage driving his psychopathic tendencies? Well, I've read ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so he said, you've got to take the law into your own own hands. And um, Norman Know-It-All says, eh, neither is true. I like them both. I like yeah. them both. Yeah, yeah, I like that they've met one another. But then John it's Hardman... It's amazing come... how the internet brings people together. It is. Um, people that wouldn't ordinarily hang around together, I'd, I'd suggest. You and I. Mm. Me and you. Us. <laughs> oh, it's about to chuck an us in there, but... It, just wanted to leave it one more beat but you got in there um well comedy timing so yeah anyway john hardman then comes <laughs> back in uh norman thanks for your advice and you're probably right wrong answer but right decision we all deal with things in our own way <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, yeah yeah so norman responds to that uh, just be careful it's all too 
easy for an observer or two to see part of what happened, report it to the police, who may have little choice but to prosecute. And you'd go down for ABH and, and the ones who scared you a bit go free to scare more people. Mm. Mm. I mean, no one's right. Mm. I have to say, though, I, if, if anyone was to do anything to my hypothetical dog, yeah. um, I'd probably go John Wick on them. You're windmilling and crying. Well, there's four films now about John Wick based on the fact that someone murdered his dog. So, <laughs> well, I've know. never seen a John Wick film. Have you? Do you know what and, cinemas and, are? And, and now so, I don't need to bother, do I? Just bought it for me. Yeah, yeah I've ruined the entire franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a really shit film last night. Um, what did you, you watch? Uh, my daughter had some friends sleeping over, so we watched a film and we watched a film called Murder Mystery 2. It oh, yeah. was um, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Uh, not for me, I'd no. say. Have you seen no. the first one? Uh, no, and I don't think I need to. No, Have you seen them? Okay. Yeah, I, it, I've, only seen, I've only seen the first one. It's, 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 it's like, got the it's odd lull. It's no, got it's, the it's, odd lull. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's nowhere near... Glass Onion and Knives Out. Oh, Knives Out's good. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, Glass Onion was okay. I I prefer, I prefer the first one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just trash TV. It's just like you know, watch it. Um. Speaking of movies, I actually have one. Uh. Which came out on April Fools. Mm. Um. I, I'd say it's it's not it's not for your Netflix viewing. No. But um, it's called Memory or Me Mori M E space m-o-r-i and it's on my youtube channel if anyone wants to watch it uh i'm actually quite proud of it you, I'm you, right, saw, you, the, you saw the preliminary uh version because i asked for feedback and and for some reason i trusted you with feedback <laughs> um, <laughs> it's because you don't know many people that's almost true um so yeah i uh it's, it's available and I, i'm quite proud of it i think it's a a solid performance piece. So I should oh. go check it out. There we go. Someone's blowing smoke up their own backside. Like I said, it's, you have to be your own Andy affirmations in this world. If 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 that's one thing we can take away from this podcast, this episode, be your own Andy affirmation. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love of, love of all. Oh, what a gift! What a <laughs> gift you've just given us. <laughs> The greatest love of all. There we go. Um, yeah, so Norman Know It All just said what you said. You know, chill out. Don't yeah. go smacking people in the street. John Hardman responds. Yes, Norman, you're absolutely right. Thank you. The guy leapt out of the car. I don't think his intention was to attack me in retrospect. He was playing silly buggers. My knee jerk, more right hook reaction, was instantaneous. He was inches from my face, thinking it was funny. I did the deed then scarpered. My dog is the most <laughs> placid dog. Anyone who knows him will vouch for that. However, he had a go too. As someone posted recently, this is a lovely village full of lovely people. My experience should not have been necessary. Yeah. Oh, you know what? There's some wisdom to Hardman, isn't there? Some. And fair enough. <laughs> if 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 you naturally flex a right hook, um, 
based on the, you know the things that you've learned in the past maybe mm. hardman has had a challenging life maybe just that that reaction just instinctively came out of him fair enough and i jumped we, we've heard from this person before hannah hyperbole she asks oh yeah what what on earth's happening in this village <laughs> yeah dog napping and punching strangers yeah, Doreen Doom Merchant, she says, I swear it's got worse in the last couple of months. More and more stuff happening. Crazy. Oh. What's her name? Uh, she is called Doreen Doom Merchant. Doreen Doom Merchant. I hope I hear more from her because with that name, she should she should have more opinions. I hope she comes back again. I'm sure she will make a note of that and I, I can search the thread for her comments. Um, Carol Carwatcher comes in. Um, yeah. White Corsa with two blokes checking out dog walkers has just left Broad Lane heading into village. <laughs> Does she work for the cops? This is a big 10-4 for the villagers. Um, but that that has rattled Simon Psycho's cage. Uh-oh. I'm going to take my dog and go out on patrol. And if they approach me, they'll regret it. Bad things are going to happen to them if I get my hands on them. Very bad things. Do you think uh, Do you think Simon Serko is all talk or do you think that he has it in him? I don't know. I think adding very bad things at the end makes me imagine. But if he gets his hands on them, I think he's kidnapping them and torturing them. I don't think he's just dealing with it there and then. Yeah, but do you think he has the courage to even take action to kidnap someone? Well, well, John Hardman comes in. He says, I'm 100% behind you, Simon. Let me know if you need any support, pal, and I'm with you. Bloody hell. Carl, I'm starting to actually worry for the safety of your life, Neil, and those (laughs) of your children. Well, if this gets out, I could be in deep trouble. Uh, no, because of uh, the anonymity that we are providing. With our alliterative names. Have we even said what what village you're in? I don't know. If we haven't. Have. Oh, we have previously. Yes. But no, no one's listened to those. No. And and uh, for, for the listeners that we have thus far, at some point, Neil and I will um, create a, if you like, first episode so uh, mm. all of these are sort of pilot episodes for us to to learn, to learn about how we're navigating these. And eventually we'll have like a first episode um, because because of those reasons. I don't. I think we don't want uh, the actual village name to to be. Out there. Out there. Oh, that was cool. We both said that exactly the same time. Oh, oh, we almost said it at the same time. Again, you're a little bit late, but I think maybe that's an age <laughs> thing. <laughs> Simon Psycho comes back. Thanks, Harold, but no need for support. It's best I work alone so nobody else gets into trouble. Do you mean John? John Hardman. Thanks, John. Oh, of course. Yes, it's John. Harold is the middle name. Yes, I'm I'm going to edit that now to make sure that I don't make that mistake again. Thanks, John, but no need for support. It's best I work alone so nobody else gets into trouble. Oh, he, he's um, he's a lone wolf. Mm. Norman Noet will 
is concerned. I strongly advise that you don't follow through with any vigilante behaviour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I do agree with them. I agree with Norman Know It All. It's not as fun. It's not <laughs> as fun. Um, and also, it's mainly because there's a difference between taking up responsibility to fight crime and then mm. to, to do so by doing more and worse crime. Yeah. And I think Simon's intending on doing untold things to, to people. <laughs> it's interesting. You're, you're keeping an eye on these people. And potentially at some point you might have the responsibility of going, I think I need to call the police on, yeah. on someone. Yeah, I think the police need to be notified. Um, so Simon responds to Norman. And I strongly advise you keep your opinions to yourself, Norman. I'm planning on resolving this problem once and for all. Once and for all. And can we just go back? The, the problem is people stealing dogs. Yeah. Yes. Which. So I'm what I'm saying about well, one is, of the worst crimes ever. Yeah. One, my least favorite crime. Your, your least favorite crime. Is clearly boiling people's piss in this yes. village. Big time. OK, so I, I'm, I, you could say that I am not the only one feeling this severe about. Well, no, time. Simon and John really are. John, John comes in with a bit of advice to, to Simon. And I think Simon probably listens to John. They're, they're kindred spirits of sorts, although Simon's yeah, yeah, clearly yeah. got a bit of an edge to him. Um, so John says, just don't do anything stupid, Simon. A quick one, too, should be enough to scare them off. A quick one, too, should be enough to scare them off. Boom, boom. Uh, yeah. See, I, I disagree. That If you have the courage to steal someone's dog, a quick one, too, won't de- deter you. Um, but if anything, it probably would deter Simon. I think Simon's all talk. A quick one, too, that'll, that'll keep him quiet a bit. Well, he I bet, ends... I bet the, he's all talk. Sadly, he ends the thread, so I never find out what happens the, the Simon ends the thread with leave it with me I'll sort it and when was this uh, thread created uh, three years ago god you you, you store all these comments mm. I'm a voyeur you're, like I said yeah you're you're a hoarding you know a hoarding voyeur a hoyer that would be that so that would be your alliterative name we'd have to find you what's Vincent that? Voyeur Vincent Voyeur Oh, I like that. I think that would travel well. Yeah, I, I think that sounds better. Vincent Voyeur and Roy Renegade. Mm. A couple of heroes giving voice to even more powerful heroes. Yeah. I think um, Vincent Voyeur, I think he's a, a sophisticated chap. Yeah, if you say so, mate. He said, just just storing many hard drives of of comments in his basement. You and Simon Psycho sound you should you sound like you should be friends. Do we assume then that as there was never another post about it, or another post about said white courser heading through village, has Simon sorted it? I mean, potentially, you know, we've never we've never even considered that um, uh, Norman know it all. Is that Norman? Mm. 
yeah, Norman know-it-all. Maybe he took it upon himself to just call the police um, and did it the right way. Yeah, maybe he's snitched on Simon maybe, to find yes, the police and said, Simon's look, I, I think we've got a big problem about <laughs> about to unfold on the streets of the village. Have you ever seen the movie um, Hot Fuzz by Simon? Yes, I have Not seen Simon that Pink. film. Now, that's uh, a good film. What's that? What's his name, the director? Uh, it is Simon Pegg, isn't it? Now, Simon Pegg's the actor in it. Um, but didn't he write it? Him and uh, what's his name? Yeah, I'm looking for what's his name's name. Uh, uh, he's called it. Fried Gold on Instagram and his name is... <sighs> That's so annoying. And I don't Why doesn't he have his real name on Instagram? Uh, the big know. guy. But so anyway, the, the, that movie is, a, is basically about a perfect village, uh, but how they keep it perfect. It's uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It reminds me the village that you're living in now reminds me of that. Yeah. But it, I am the hot fuzz. Is that right? We, not I. We, us. We are the hot fuzz. The Gaden Voyeur. That's right. The, yeah. We lost you briefly there, but I think you were saying our new alliterative names. That's right. I was saying that. Um, all right. Well, that's that's good. Should yeah, we, that's the thread it, this week. Should we end it with the, po- the, the, the poem by ChatGPT? I would love to hear the end of that poem because it was so beautiful. In a village quaint and small where time moves slow and people crawl, life flows like a gentle stream and nature is a constant dream. The fields are lush with golden wheat and cows graze in the summer heat. The villagers work with all their might from dawn till dusk till day turns night. The children play in the open fields and laughter echoes as their joy reveals the simplicity of their innocence and the warmth of their community's presence. The air is clean, the skies are blue and life is free from hustle and hue. The villagers embrace each other and cherish their love they discover. In this world where life is simple and the spirit is free to mingle, the village stands like an oasis, a place of peace, a place of solace. So let us treasure this way of life and hold on to its value with might. For in this village we find our roots and the essence of life eternal and absolute. Wow. I'm lost for words. (laughs) Are you crying? Wow. That's where you live, man. Yeah. That's that's quite a beautiful picture. I, I didn't realise that chat GPT had actually been to my village. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did they send T whatever back from the future to look at it and then write that poem? <laughs> I don't know, but Peter Poet, um, he's got a, uh, a challenge on his hands now because... Uh, <laughs> We've got our pal Jack GPT to to help Vincent mm. and Roy. Hopefully Peter writes another poem this week. I hope so. Only time so. will tell. And right, let's well, wrap it up anyway, because um Well, because we've gone through the thread and that's what we do. And then next week we, we come back and we talk about another thread and dissect it and put the world to rights and you're mean to me and I'm mean to you, but Really, we we like each other. Well, agree to disagree. Um, for the listeners that uh, are, have made it this far, firstly, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Um, 
We and appreciate it. Do do all the do all the things that you need to do. You know, share it, give it a little comment on your social media, get your friends to listen, and then we could all start talking amongst ourselves. We could have our own community. Maybe one day you, the listener, who will comment on our comments, will be made into the podcast, and you'll be made into a character. Is that yes. what you want, listener? Do you want to become a character in our? Yeah, Leroy, listener. Come on, listener. Comment. <laughs> Maybe you can be a psycho. So the question of this week is: Does anyone know how to repair Venetian blinds? Is that the question of the week, Neil? It is. Let us know um, at villageatcrisis at gmail dot com or on <laughs> uh, Instagram at villageandcrisis and Twitter at villageandcrisis. Yeah, get get in touch. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We, and the thing is, we actually would want to. It's not like something that we say just, oh, we'd love to because we have to say it. No, we actually would love to hear from you. I'd be blown away. We've had one bit of social media interaction um, and it blew me away. And so help help a young man mm. have that more of that dream, please. Um, someone messaged me, but they messaged me directly. And the part of me was like, that doesn't count. No. Send it to Village in Crisis. What did they? Uh, what did they say? I can't remember. But it wasn't, they were. Wasn't they, a big they, deal for you. Is that, that kind of thing would mean a lot to me if that if that happened. They were. Okay, fine, does it does it happen to you all the time? I suppose you're such a big deal, and I'm just a weird little voyeur in the village. Let me just l- see what logging they Facebook shut chat. Shut up. And, okay. Okay. And you just uh, get the fucking comment and don't even mention it. Okay, let me just. Okay, I, I know where it is. I'm finding it live. A man looking for a message. Was it? Hey, Eric, that guy that you're doing it with. It sounds like he really wants some other interaction. Okay. Uh, uh, where is it? I can't find it, mate. Oh, mm-hmm. as a federally certified pyrotechnician, this episode was fun. But fireworks absolutely trigger PTSD in soldiers. Fireworks are just sparkly bombs. The sound just takes them back. Um, but she are you fucking she... joking? No, that's the message <laughs> I got. Um, I adore fireworks, though. Miss making them. Uh, and so I think she likes she likes the podcast. Oh, oh good. Yeah, she likes the podcast. Good. Well, I'm sorry to hear about the. Um, negative association that that person has with fireworks. We've lost Eric. He's gone. He's frozen. So this seems like a good time to end the podcast. Yeah, that's goodbye. Good. Oh, he's Bye. back. Fucking hell. Bye. Bye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And. Tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.